Babies! How does everybody feel about babies? Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a common writer... Blah, 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 fuck. <laughs> it's okay. You messed up already. Get, do, do it again. Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Deca Cast, a Kamen Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where this is cast 23 for Kiva episodes 15 and 16. And I am Shin Garrett still. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. Changed it. I did. I used numbers and like numbers. Yeah. Okay. That way people will know what it is before uh so that they, they, without having to look at the episode. So they know to, they know to dip out now. Because <laughs> I said Kiva, I'd like no. Actually, don't leave. Actually, don't leave and listen to the, listen to us complain. I don't know. Is yeah. is listening to us complain about Kiva worse than watching Kiva? I'd hope it's better. <laughs> Kiva. Kiva was hard. Not hard. But... I'm sorry for any actual Kiva fans out there. I want to like it. Like. I'll cut it a lot of slack. It it tries really hard to make you not like it. Yeah, yeah, kinda. These these just maybe weren't the best episodes. There's been episodes of Kiva that I like. There have been good episodes. No, but the, you must protect a woman. There was that one time that that lady was throwing manhole covers. Oh shit, that was Geo. <laughs> No, and this one, the woman tries to fight, but no, that's that's unacceptable because she has to have the babies, so she gets knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Kiva's not good with women characters, like at all. Oh, I'm just—I've got the intro going again. I'm like, yeah, intro, still probably the best part of the, this episode, man. Probably I like the intro. So, episode 15 is called Resurrection Checkmate 4. Uh, I hope you like chess metaphors, because there's chess metaphors. I get the feeling there's going to be chess metaphors for the rest of the show. Yeah, I I hope so. They're fun. I'm honestly okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we've we've had some music metaphors. If you want to mix in some chess metaphors, I guess that's fine. Yep. Also, this this rook guy, he's like a shitty grungy. He kinda. is kind of like a grungy now that yeah, you mention just it. Like a bad version of him. I mean, a lot of the grungy were pretty stupid too. But yeah, yeah, but they were like, they weren't, they weren't trying to be other things. <laughs> it is kind of confusing when they're like, "This is one of the four best fangires," and like, uh, really. <laughs> I mean, he did. He's kind of beaten everyone so far. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but yeah. you know, and like best. Uh, I mean, think about what he does at the end of the second episode. That's kind of, kind of definitive. Nah. Uh, now. Yeah. Okay, so we should actually, should actually talk about these instead of just. 
Okay, so I mean, I guess (laughs) I I do kind of like the intro for uh, episode fifteen here. It's just funny that they introduce this new character right after the intro, walking down the street, yelling to himself, "Punishment! I must punish myself!" And and then he grab he like punches a hole in a electrical pole and shocks himself on some electrical wires because he's into that sort of thing, I guess. Uh, that's after the intro. It's like right before the intro, it's just another cut of Yuri coming and finding Atoya having lost to Jiro and the oh, Merman yeah. and Franken. Oh, and she comes yeah. up and she's like, oh, Jiro, what's going on? And Jiro is just, oh, well, he tried to fight a Fangire and he lost. I guess he couldn't use Iksha. I forgot that was before the cut, but yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know how he got beaten up. I wasn't here. Must have mm-hmm. been he fought a Fengar or something. Isn't this the part where Yuri's kind of being rude and it's like, well, at least, you know, we got medical records so we know how much Ixa fucks people up. <laughs> yeah, she does, th- <laughs> does do she that say later. that here or does she say that later? It's a little bit later. But yes, then we get the guy shocking himself. And yes, this is this is back in the past. Um... And he shocks himself and, like, runs off, and someone tries to go and help him. He's like, are you, oh, are you okay? Do you know fun? <laughs> yeah, he just grabs yeah, the guy's so, arm. Someone is like, hey, buddy, are you... What's what's up? Are you feeling okay? And his response is, do you know anything fun? No? Okay, then I'm gonna kill you and leave. And we learn that he's a fangar. We don't actually see how him change yet. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Fletch! For for that for that joke, can you splice in the the SpongeBob uh, fun song? Thanks. <laughs> the whole thing. It's a Wait, long what, song. What? You know the F is for friends, for friends who, do, who stuff do stuff together. together. But I don't know why it's a joke. Because the I was gonna say the grungy the fan guy was asking what was fun. This is the part where I admit that I have never watched any SpongeBob SquarePants in my life, so instead have Tom Kenny in the Subway Breakup sketch from uh, Mr. Show. Linda, don't leave me! Linda, don't do this to me! I love you! I know, but I want more. I want more, too! You know, I want to be with you! To be with you and, you know, a team! You know, you and me, I mean... Ask her to marry you. What? Ask her to marry you. Come on, be a man. If you feel it, say it. Yeah. Linda, will you marry me? Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. No, I can't. Oh. Is this something I did? I mean, Oh, he said, uh, he said, ask her if you can still go out occasionally. Right. Can we still go out occasionally? No. Sorry. <sighs> Jesus. Hit her. <laughs> Hit her. I got you done. I told Oh. He, <laughs> he said, give her a kung fu. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, be a man. Hit her. 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 Shut up. Grab her ass. Ben, are you stupid? What's wrong with you? First you asked me 
to grope me? You need help. Punch the wall. I'm gonna punch you. You better not, Buster Brown. <laughs> okay. Ah, the classic rice ball explaining the joke. <laughs> but up, up, but up, up. That's that's what you come here for. So after he murders that guy with his big fangire talon horn thingies, uh, they go to, uh, yeah, it's a cut, scene cut, to a hospital where Toya is recovering in a bed. He was apparently pretty fucked up from using the Ixa system. And uh, Yuri is there and it's like, oh yeah, well, uh, thanks for having helping us collect some data about how bad this messes with people. Yeah. Which is very kind of not great. I mean, it is probably good data, but... You don't gotta be a jerk about it. Yeah, she's (laughs) being very mean. I mean... I I really... It is pretty funny how he's like, Oh, you have notes on me? I wonder what it says. Oh, wait. It must be the name of the sicknesses. The sickness of love. And the only cure is you, baby. <laughs> I I will eat the shitty hospital food if you feed it to me. Yeah. Your response is no, your your illness is stupidity. Yeah. The name of your illness is stupidity. Uh next The delivery is pretty good. It, it's a funny line. The next we get to see a, a bit more of Jiro's backstory. Is he's gone back and is getting more Another foot shine and another massage from Merman and Franken. Yep. And we learned that this uh, this rook guy who had shocked himself murdered all the wolfen. And Jiro... Either this anger was what triggered Jiro's ability to transform or something? No, I, I think just like he he was mad and he transformed so he could wolf howl guess you know dramatic yeah i mean the the idea of it like this the uh emotional turmoil triggering a next step uh, or a new form of power that is that is a very used trope oh i didn't read it like that because he just turned into his regular werewolf form on seeing other dead werewolf uh so yeah so he's he's gonna be hit that's his thing is uh, I gotta kill this dude that killed my entire race. How convenient that the dude that killed my entire race is also the person that my girlfriend wants to murder. Yeah. And he is currently I mean, out. I guess the Rook just, just killed a lot of people, so, you know, odds are pretty good if he say if he kills enough. Yeah. But, uh, we go okay. see this Rook guy who's out now looking at Sakura Blossoms, and he's like, oh... It's beautiful. All right, time for the time play to begin. And he sets a timer of, like, I think 20 minutes on his phone or on his watch. He goes and finds a woman that is wearing, like, pink cherry blossom colored clothes and uh, attacks and kills her. And does a very stereotypical, like, vampire move at the camera, putting his arms up and doing a type of thing. It's. Like, we know they're vampires. You don't... Why? What? Do you, though? 
do you did you know the fan guy are, are vampire analogs? Yeah. I don't think you knew that. I don't know. I mean, there were a lot of kind of pointless scenes of the Grungi murdering people in Kuga too. I Is know. this just like a thing? <laughs> Maybe. But it was endearing with the Grungi. I mean, not really. They were like murderers. But remember, drive. <laughs> You're backwards just thinking guy? of that guy who drove the truck backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when when are you not really? Okay, no, I think I think the point with that is the Garangi were never the Garangi was just weird monsters in general. They were never trying to be a specific type of monster, and the Fangire are very obviously yes, they're weird monsters, but they are blatantly based off of vampires yeah and i i feel like specifically this the rook is like a boring ass fangire compared to some of the others we've run into yeah i mean <laughs> the one who liked cooked people soup or like even the guy who liked uh who liked scamming people and corrupting their dreams was like kind of interesting yeah it's i i personally I personally like this type of guy, this type of thing, who's like, no, I gotta do special challenges for myself, and I just kind of walk around being the strongest and having fun. When you're so strong, you have to make games for yourself. Yeah, and it's, you know, I like that villain trope, personally, but yeah, it's kind of, he's not, he's kind of a weak villain, so far. We go really quickly go back to Cafe Maldemore, where Shima, Jiro, and Yuri are talking about the new fangire that's going around just killing people in broad daylight and like super doing it one after another yeah it definitely raises questions about what like how is this still happening yeah it's one thing i miss about kiva is having the police interaction of like yeah no like the police and news are actively doing things and putting things out so that people don't panic whereas in this one we have no record like there's no news or anything and people are like Dozens of people have died. You know, it was the 80s. What's the government doing? <laughs> the 80s. I I guess. Well, no, like, even in the future. Less in people are dying in the future. Less people, uh, but still people. A lot people. of them still are. A lot of people are dying. <laughs> yeah, apparently the wonderful Azora organization is the only one who cares about people getting murdered by monsters yeah know. that checks out uh, next bit we see yuri walking down some stairs dressed in pink trying to be bait and it is working uh because mr rook is following her but before he's able to get up to her and kill her uh his alarm goes off and he fails and he failed his game so he has to punish himself and yuri turns around and watches him run off and so so I know this comes up later, but a little bit later, Yuri is like, I will never forget the face of the man that murdered my mother. And she, she did right there. I mean, she probably, I'd just do it as the thing if she didn't like, wait, no, did she actually look back at him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, she catches it's him later on. It, it takes like two or three times. Not this, yeah, yeah. No, she doesn't look back at him at this first little bit, does she? I thought so. Well, I think she's like, he's familiar, but she doesn't immediately catch that this is the guy until later on. No, this first time, she never looks back. She just kept uh, walking forward, and then... Uh, oh, right, when she walks by him? Okay. 
the rook goes and like knocks some power lines down and shocks himself. Yeah, he only knows of one form of punishment, which is electricity. Yeah, the the beady beady. <laughs> beady beady. Um, until a jogger comes by, asks him, "Hey, are you fine? Do you know of anything fun?" What, dude? What? No? Huh? What? Oh, you know, I gotta kill you, and you better disappear. Okay, bye. Go back to the hospital, where Otoya is refusing to eat his hospital food. Uh, but uh, since Yuri came to visit him, if he if she feeds him, he'll eat it. And she's kind of... She's starting to fall for this. <laughs> like, it's working. Possibly. She does feed him. So yeah, I, I guess I guess it is starting to work. Yeah, it's okay. This scene, the, the entirety of this scene, is very much like he's starting to like he feeds her, or she feeds him, and he's st- like gets serious. And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, what is it? Why do you try so hard? What's going on?" And he's like being serious, and they're actually having a conversation. And oh, they're developing the relationship. And they're starting to get closer. Duh. We learn, of course, that Yuri needs to find this guy who killed her mom. Revenge. But, and just as they're about to continue with their conversation, oh, hey, look, here's the better, sexier version of the dude. Here is, here is, here is superior male specimen has come up, says, woman, it is time to go. Leave the inferior male specimen. Wait, which part of the show are we on now? The part where Jiro comes into the hospital room. All right, and then we go see, we get to see Rook um, has decided his new game. Is the Lotto. Which is a Lotto. And, oh, hey, look, he walks up on Yuri, who he was going to kill. He's like, hey, you ever won more than 30 million in the lottery? And yes, this is where she completely doesn't even recognize him, his face. <laughs> but she's starting to look at, <laughs> fucking, she looks at his face and he shoves her back this look like, Hey, baby. It's so weird. Is like, that he's... your attempt at a pickup line? That's what Yuri <sighs> said in response. And she she <laughs> right, realizes right. as he's walking away that it's him and chases after yeah. him. But, oh no, he walks around a corner and disappears. Yeah, she has a flashback to the giant rook on the dude who killed her mom's jacket. And Jiro just, he strolls in from behind a pillar to the left of the screen and is just like, Hey, what's up? Just so that Yuri can say, No, I saw the man who... I saw the man who killed my mama. He was perfectly hidden behind that pillar. He had to have just been standing there and waiting. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was bored. But, uh, okay. So, then the Rook guy is, uh... He's, like, going down this underground tunnel, and he runs into an extremely gaudily dressed dude. He finds the guy that won the lottery. And, uh, yeah. This guy has won more than $30 million in the lottery. So he gets drained and uh, stops his timer. He's like, oh, I cleared the game. It's time to reward myself. He did it. He did it. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna bring this up now because it, it ha- like the, in, in all the future bits, the Rook guy is in all the future bits as well, but he has lost his memory. Right. And every single time that we've had a past bit where we've had rook being going around and doing something it has immediately been followed by a future bit where him, him now daichan is just being like amnesia, amnesiac baby in a man's body 
yeah yeah it's yeah they do the whole weird uh, thing where he doesn't know anything and wataru and uh i forget Shizuka. yeah 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 wataru and shizuka are like taking care of him for a day kind of which seems like a very bad idea yeah it's bad we'll get back there once we actually get to the future part i just wanted to bring it up now isn't wataru the one who keeps being like we should probably call a professional no No, that's shizuka is wataru is oddly like no I have found this guy, and he is now my son. I have a manslave now. We'll get back there. So we get to see <laughs> that uh, Rook has gotten a parfait. Yes, his reward for himself is eating a parfait, which is which, a good reward. Le- yeah, no, that's that is a good reward. Is it looks like a really good parfait? I'm, yeah, I'm I want very a parfait. Jealous. Man, everybody loves parfait. Um. <laughs> No Shrek quotes. <laughs> Not allowed. But uh, Yuri allowed. shows up and is like, oh, I found you, the enemy of my mother. She causes Rook to stand up, so Yuri uses her whip and destroys his parfait. Oh no, his parfait! He gets super pissed and takes her out with one hit. Yeah, because, you know, Kiva. Because... She is, she is, this is what Yuri, well, he does, not one hit, but it's like one combination of, he runs up, grabs her, like, knees her in the gut a couple times, and then tosses her into a tree. And she's immediately knocked out. Yeah. And then Jiro comes and also gets his ass kicked. Jiro shows up, he's like, hey, I'm the man, I'm gonna fight you now. Jiro is kind of terrible. I fucking, god, there's so much fucking machismo in these episodes he was kind of fun when he was introduced but he's gradually become less fun as he's been in more of the show i I like that he's left-handed that is neat oh yeah yeah i like the representation of left-handed people (laughs) but his whole aesthetic of like oh he's a cool loner and he's literally a wolf person yeah he is he's literally a lone wolf yeah, fun at first, but he's been kind of a dick for, like, a lot of episodes of the show now. I want something to happen there. You know, Kiva would make a good World of Darkness campaign setting. It would. <laughs> it really would. I'm gonna write that down and come back to that in the future. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Jiro shows up and we get the uh, masculine man stare down until J- and as Jiro remembers... All of his family is dead. And then does the, ooh, I'm angry, I'm gonna power up. We're gonna fight. And we get to see Rook's uh, change, which is like... A a castle lion? Yeah. So, there's like one thing I don't like about the Rook monster design. Really? I I thought it was a pretty good design, but yeah, what, what didn't you like about it? It says Rook on both of his shoulders. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's a little silly, <laughs> for being totally honest here. Like that, that's it's the banners kind of... off the horns that say Rook, right? Yeah, yeah, it's somewhere. Like it says Rook on like both sides of him, and like it's not like it kind of kills it for me. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's on the little like there's like a little accent dip below because it looks like he's got like bird beaks on each of his shoulders, and there's like a little dip below them that says Rook on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a little on the nose, but otherwise I do think it's a pretty great design. It looks like an angel slash lion slash, like, a, a chess rook, you know? Yeah. 
It looks and good. it's got like little ivy. It's got like ivy growing around his waist and his arms, kind of. It's, it's pretty cool. Neat. Also, so Jiro and uh, Rook start to fight. And I'm also going to bring up the future again, because at the same t- at the same time in the show as Jiro is fighting um, Rook in the past, uh, Wataru is fighting Rook in the future. In oh yeah, they his do that Wolfen one. Uh, they do that one good match cut between yeah, Blue Wolf form and then Jiro in the it, past Wolf form. It's a uh, Kiva running up in Wolf form, and like Rook st- stops and startles, is like, "Oh, I remember that," and. Kiva starts running, and then, yen, yes, it then cuts back to the past of Jiro running forward, and then completely getting his ass beat. It's laughable. It is, he is so much weaker than Rook, it's ridiculous. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, even as Ixa, he's not really doing much. Like, he does a little better as Ixa. He, he fights in his wolfen form and gets beat up. Uh, and is forced to detransform, so gets super pissed and pulls out the Iksha. And uses Iksha, and it's like, oh, Iksha's gonna do great. And no, he he loses even harder as Iksha. It's like he at least got it in one or two hits as a wolfen. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you're right, yeah. I I guess so. Uh, Rook is warmed up by the time he turns into Iksha. Or I, I more took it as the thing of he's, we've had the thing earlier of you can't use Ixa for yourself. Like, to use the actual power of Ixa, you have to be using it for other people. And so I took it as a thing of he literally is putting it in, he, he put it on out of pure anger and I need to use this to to avenge. And it's just not going to work for him like that. You can only fist for others, you can't fist for yourself. <laughs> I mean, if you're a contortionist. <sighs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. No, you're not sorry. Don't lie. Uh, then it cuts back to the future where Kiva is also losing. Actually, really badly. It was kind of surprising to me. I did not expect it to be this much of a. This easy for Rook? Yeah, uh. Yeah, uh, Kiva and really hasn't had that many problems with a lot of the other Fangires, so. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see him run into something that he's just not on the scale of. Yeah. He tries to, like, do a jumping slash, with which Rook counters and then grabs his arm after a slash, breaks Kiva's hand and, like, at the wrist to steal his wolf saber, and then does a slash combo on Kiva, knocking him into the air, giving us the end of the episode. Yeah. So it's like, oh, Kiva is gonna die. <laughs> Rook is just like, this is my sword now. Yep, this is my <laughs> sword. And so let's go back to the future. We start with seeing uh, the rhino man from last episode get fisted into nothingness. Back to the Future is a good movie, you know. It's been a while since I've seen that. <laughs> you know, we should watch, watch Back to the Future sometime. Y- you mean just watch Geo? Same, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so our very first uh, future bit... Um, after the intro and seeing all the beginning past bits where we were introduced to we we got to see uh rook kill a man and then immediately we see him again in the future where he is now crouched by a river and he's like his hair is pulled back into kind of like a top knot and he's got this very vacant clueless expression on his face and he's staring at a crawfish across the river 
that's sitting on a rock. He's just kind of staring at her like, oh. Shizuka and Wataru were rocking by and are like, hey, who's that weird guy? What's he doing? And Rook proceeds to walk into the river and then fall and start drowning. <laughs> yup. Right. Uh, yeah. Wataru find, grabs a bamboo stick and pulls him out of the river. Uh, eventually, he reveals that he was trying to save the crayfish from drowning. Yeah. yeah it's which they they are aquatic animals. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I was uh, trying to save it from drowning. It's like, um, who are you? I, well, I, are, are, he, they tell Shizuka tells him that they're aquatic and that they wouldn't drown, and he's kind of sitting there looking at like as if this has just blown his mind, <laughs> uh, as, as it it would never occur to him. And so Shizuka kind of leans back and looks over at Wataru and is like, "Wataru, we should, we should move. We, we shouldn't interact with this guy. We need to just leave. Let's just leave." And so they just kind of walk off. It's very fun. I like it. Uh. But then he just is kind of following them at a, pay, a little while back. And he's like, oh. and start asking, wait, wait, what do you want? And he's like, um, can you, who am I? And uh, he specifically uses uh, Bokuwa instead of Orewa that he was using uh, when he was Rook before. And they start asking him, like, who are you? Where do you live? And his, his response is just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Do you have amnesia? Amnesia. <laughs> yes, so somehow Rook got amnesia. Yep. Because Kiva. Um, it's not explained at the end of these two episodes. So nope. it's just... It sure I think it literally isn't. happens in the episode right after. Possibly? Possibly, because yeah. they—I don't—they don't beat him in episode sixteen. And no, they no. lose decisively. Yeah. So we'll we'll find out how he has amnesia later on. Yeah. But, uh, first, we, he, uh, Wataru and Shizuka, have taken him back to Wataru's house, where he's kind of looking around at everything in amazement, and then he notices, oh, what's this stew pot on the stove that's cooking mushrooms? Oh, this smells delicious. Dumps mushroom, bo- boiling mushroom water on his face. Oh, he's ju- he's chugging it. Yeah, yeah, he chugs it. He 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 picks up this boiling pot of like water and mushroom shiitake mushrooms and just chugs all the water from it. Wataru like, is sad because he was going to use it as a varnish. So I'm how, I'm assuming there's chemicals and shit in there. How does he not burn himself? <gasps> yeah, because he's a fangire and it literally doesn't affect him. I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, but. They're not immune to damage in their human forms. No, but it's the thing. I took it as the thing of like he's he's supposed to be like a rook, a castle. He is the impenetrable wall and defense. So it's eh, fair enough. That's how I took it. But he chugs it, and they're worried that it's hot. And ask him if he's. Are, are you okay? Can I have more? Also, apparently, Kavat has a cold. These episodes. Yeah. Which okay, sure. I kept wondering if this is another one of those uh, something gives you a cold in in Japan is one of those things. Oh, uh, where like Kivat should be knowing that he's a fangar. 
Right. Or, you know that thing about, like, when someone talks about you, it's supposed to make you sneeze and stuff? Right. Oh, yeah. Make your ears burn. I, I didn't know if it was something like that, but they don't really say anything about it, so. No, they don't. Part of me is thinking it has reason, like, they don't explain why Kavat has a cold. It's just, Kavat suddenly has a cold for some reason. Yep, pretty much. And Kiva seems weaker for some reason. Uh, So next bit is uh, Wataru and Shizuka have brought uh, Rook to dinner. they, They have set out a very, very nice dinner on all the plates and everything looks good. And they do their Ichidakimas, and we learn, and Rook seems to have just learned that, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, we do the Ichidakimas. And Shizuka pulls Wataru over, and he's like, so, so like, we're going to call the cops after we're done eating, right? Because we can't, we literally can't have this, we can't have this guy here. No, that's <laughs> silly. That'd be a good idea. And they look back over, and Rook is, instead of using his chopsticks is just, like, pulling things from the table with his hands and just eating with his hands. So they have to go over and do the thing of, oh, we're going to have... Oh, we we have to reteach him how to use chopsticks. Oh, yeah, oh, he's... Oh, man. Oh, you've got some rice stuck on your cheek. Oh, oh, he's... he He's like a newborn baby. Shizuka, <laughs> we should be his parents. Wataru, what? Yeah... Yeah. And Shizuka's on board with this and just like, oh yeah, so we should name him. Choices were made. (laughs) What? I... Oh my... Yep. I I don't get it. Okay, if I'm sitting here thinking about it, I can imagine that this is the Wataru that has just finished doing, like, this little mini Kango arc and getting friends and learning how to help people and learning how how good it feels to help people and do good for other people. And then this <laughs> literal gift gets dropped in his lap of, here is this person that needs a lot of help and needs to be taken care of. Oh, this is literally the lesson I just learned. I should super put it into effect here. I I can see him doing this. It's just I don't like it. I agree. I also don't like it. I don't know. I think it's weird. I, I like. I feel like you're stretching for that. I am. I, I mean, I kind of thought of like it sort of plays into the themes of the last couple mini arcs, but yeah, it's. Still seems a little out of character for Wataru. Yeah. Uh, next is the now named Daichan. Um, is watching Wataru build violin or work on a violin. And Wataru's explaining that's my job, and Daichan is like, "Oh, I guess I'll help." And he like puts an all through the back of a violin. Whoops! Because he's so strong. I mean, I don't, I don't think that would require strength. I think you just have to not be extremely careful. Yeah, I, I don't know. maybe uh, I don't know. I get the feeling they're fairly fragile, but uh, he's he, he he's doing it to try and help. And Watara gets frustrated and takes the all away from. Him. He's like, no, it's just don't touch him and go sit down. 
He looks like a scolded child. It's... <laughs> right. Uh, and isn't the, the next bit's the one where he helps the lady with the uh, bike chain, right? Yeah, the bike chain comes next. Yeah, this is... Yeah. It, it, okay, so this is where it really starts getting into showing Daichan and Rook as being like two halves of a different person, because right after this it showed Rook finding the lottery dude and killing him. And then it swaps back to the future where uh, Daichan is now trying to help with a bike. He's trying to help get the chain back on a bike that uh, this girl's chain came off on her bike. And he is not doing well. <laughs> and she's like, you don't, you don't have, you don't have to help me. I can, it's, it's fine. Your hands are getting dirty. <gasps> oh no, it's, it's okay. Like, she's like, you're so bad at this. That's adorable. <gasps> yeah, it is. I don't. The relationship implications that this goes on is playing this off as some some sort of cutesy. Oh, hey, you know, if if only he didn't lo- remember his memories and spoilers, he's gonna remember his memories and kill all these people. Um, but if it was only thing, I would be at this cute little romance story of like finding this amnesia. I was like, this is seems like really predatory and weird, but because we get. So this this girl that we've just uh, Wataru showed up and helped fix her uh, bike chain. This girl becomes like more important over these pa- two episodes and becomes kind of central to Rook Rook's storyline. Yeah, at least until the next one. Um, <laughs> and the more I'm sitting here thinking about like, okay, what would have? How would have? Everything that's going on with dot quote unquote Daichan is it's really creepy. You, this, you need to call the police and file a missing persons report. You don't just find an amnesiac, take them in, and like, no, we're just gonna, you're our son now, and we're going to, quote unquote, give you to these people who are basically like helping you learn social graces because you have, you have no understanding of how society works or relationships or anything because you're a complete amnesiac. And it's just leaves are really kind of the the more i'm thinking about it the more it's souring in my head i mean it didn't exactly bother me that's a fairly common trope in tv fiction yeah and i don't like it (laughs) i don't think it was that weird it 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 didn't it didn't strike me as that strange until uh spoilers at the end of the next episode he straight up murders this entire family yep I, I think it's bothering me because of how childish Rook acts when he's still Daichan. It's like he's very much acting like a five or six year old in a man's body, or that he ha- is he's he's slow. Reminds me of Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Uh, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, and it's like it. It feels weird. You know that have that a, checks out. To give that type of character a romance story, because it's it, it, it's strange, yeah, yeah. I see it. I don't know. I, I it didn't I like really bother me because you know, like it, I said, it, well, yeah, it before, no, but it didn't bother me at first. And I'm sitting here rewatch as we're sitting talking and rewatching it. It's bothering me more. So it, I think that's just me. You're not wrong that it is. It is weird. It, yeah. it certainly is. <laughs> uh, so in the process of helping this woman fix her bike, uh. Wataru, I guess, was sitting weird and his leg has gone numb. 
Like he cut off circulation to his legs so oh, he can't walk. This part. And so uh Daichan carries him on his back. It's like, oh the the fucking music in this scene. As if this is some weird as if this is it, it's playing this like clarinet or oboe and it's this cutesy like oh they're a family oh they're apologizing and they're learning and they're being solidifying the relationship and it's super sweet oh let's go home Daichan okay let's go home it's really weird it's like they're in a an Amblin movie or stand by me for a few minutes here (laughs) it felt like it's like oh is this the shoujo anime all of a sudden yes and then it it cuts back to the girl going back to, we learn she works at a soba shop. She's like, oh, I'm back. And there was this cute, dumb guy who helped fix my bike. Yeah. But I, he was dumb and he couldn't do it. It did occur to me at some point, like, oh, he's really hot. That's why. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, that's why this uh, turns out the way it does. <laughs> he is a very attractive man. He He has that. He has the very masculine sharp features of just oh hey what's going on it's good right right uh but okay next time we cut back to the future uh basically daichan is having a headache and then he turns into rook and then he uh, murders uh, people yeah he, he starts uh, killing people and a- a Wataru... was making lunch and daichan wandered off uh for some reason um and yeah, he's having it like a, he, it looks like he's having a, an attack of some sort, or he's having a really, but he's having a really bad headache. And yeah, it just kind of he randomly transforms and starts attacking people. Yeah, and I guess it's like he's well. We learn later that he's talking about. Ooh, I went to sleep for twenty years and I'm awake. Uh huh. That's weird, but uh, so. Wataru gets the alarm from the Bloody Rose and uh, runs off to go fight. And here is where we get the cool cut of him transforming uh, directly into Garudu's saber. Yep. And uh, cutting back with the past of Jiro fighting Rook as Kiva's fighting Rook. And then he gets beat up real good. Yes. And then he loses. And that's the end of the episode. And so the next episode is called Player, The Rules of Cruelty. Uh, I don't know. And it's got a big dumb gimmick in it. Big dumb gimmick. Big dumb gimmick. Very big. Much big. Very dumb. Uh, so we, we go back to the past where... Rook uses, like, finger knife spears. That's a, that's a pretty good way of like, explaining he, he that. He throws spikes out of his fingers and shoots them like bullets. Right. If, yeah. if, if you've seen Naruto, it's the bone bullets from, I forget which Akatsuki ninja it was. I have seen Naruto, but not that far into it. Shoots bones out of his fingers. The only um, one of the Akatsuki guys I remember was the guy who had mouth hands that made exploding clay. Datara, he's fun. Uh, but uh, it it basically blows Jiro out of Iksha, and he passes out. 
And Rook just, uh, well, no, he doesn't pass out. He gets super angry and just runs away. <laughs> yep. Those wolves, that's all they're good at. Rook, yeah, that's all wolves are good at. Um, And so he stalks off. And Yuri comes running up after having woken up after being tossed into a tree. And he's like, oh, here's the Ixa fist. Does Yuri get Ixa now? No. No. No, she doesn't use... Why would no, you think such things? Why I would thought you that, that that was what they were going to do. that's the better idea. Instead of, no, we must protect the woman so she can have our baby. Every time you say that, I, I think of other M. Every single time. The baby. The baby. And I hate it. It's terrible. Uh, um, I don't, because other M is good, but the way you say baby is creepy. <laughs> I I disagree that other M is good. Oh, that's a good. I'm I understand. I'm like the only person who likes that game, but I think yeah. it's a pretty good Metroid. Like uh, even like gameplay wise, like it it didn't work. Let's, let's, let's keep complaining about Kiva for now. <laughs> Fine. No, you know what? I have something good to say about Kiva. Nago yeah. wasn't in last episode. That's true. Oh Nago yeah, wasn't. yeah. No Nago for a whole episode. Uh, but yes, this is episode 16, uh, Player Heartless Rules. Uh, and so after our intro, um, we get to see the new time play that Rook is going to do, which is something based off of skateboarding? I'm not 100% sure. Oh yeah, the sequel to Sweet Bite Tricks. <laughs> Sweet Skateboard <laughs> Tricks. We get a but it it... There's not much past stuff in this episode, if I'm remembering correctly, because the next little bit of past after a bunch of future stuff is just him running down into this area and just beating up a bunch of skater kids and then saying, I win. Time to reward myself. Yep. So that happens. And then Jiro meets Atoya out of the hospital and is like, hey, hey, I we got to team like- up. To make sure Yuri does not have agency in this story. Yeah, no, it's Atoya's it's getting out of the hospital. I do like that he as he's going by a doctor and a nurse, he's thanking them specifically. He's like, hey, I owe you guys. Oh, and Sachiko, take care of yourself. It's very obvious he's been flirting with all the nurses. And he's he's doing this cutesy thing, but then, yes, as soon as Jiro uh, calls out to him because he's leaning up against a tree, Atoya's face immediately goes, no, time for serious masculine. <sighs> yeah there is this is so generically alpha male bullshit everybody looks bad in these two episodes it's so it is so much look at my huge dick i mean atoya always looks bad so that's not actually new for him i i kind of disagree i think it's I think it generally skirts the line instead of going over it, and I think this time we're over it. Possibly. Uh, yes, Jiro comes up is like, hey, l- hey, help me. And Atoya is, of course, like, um, no? Are, are you dumb? Of course, Jiro is like, oh, no, it's for Yuri's sake. Male stare. Fine, I guess I'll Yuri help has, you. Yuri has lost her self-control. She can't do anything because she lost. She doesn't have self-control. She's got Ixa and she's going after the dude and we've got to stop her. 
and he's super strong. Like, so super strong, I couldn't he's, beat him. He's, he's Checkmate 4, one of the rulers, and I just, Yuri can't beat him, and I got my ass beat, so help me. We, we uh, Jiro also explains about that um, Rook is, his entire thing is he's so strong he gets bored, and so he forces rules and games on himself to entertain himself. Yep. And if he wins, he rewards himself, and if he loses, he punishes himself. Because he's a weirdo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so then, so, Atoya and oh fuck, what's his name? Jiro. They, Jiro. they find Yuri, and Atoya oh. just fucking knocks her out. Oh, you you missed you missed the you missed the almost sexual tension if this had been Kuga bit of Jiro putting his arm on Atoya's shoulders like. Now that you gotta understand, you gotta help me. Oh, I I told you going back of pointing his face of doing the hey. If it's this dude in the red They do some Japanese proverb about how uh if everyone crosses on a red light, there's nothing to be afraid of. And he's talking about, you know, oh I'll help you right now, but don't forget I'm gonna beat you once this is over. I guess it, I don't know. I I don't I don't ship Atoya and in, in Jiro. So no, I don't. No, it's it was more of a thing of like this. This has the same type of masculine energy. Like there there are two penises here that are rubbing up against each other, but they're not doing it for fun and pleasure like was happening in Kuga. It's like no, mine's the better dick. No, mine's the better dick. Fuck you. Fuck you. So. Uh... <laughs> Isn't it okay? So I think now is around the time that Yuri actually does confront Rook. Yeah, because let's see. Uh, do all this past bit. Yeah, it's Rook is eating another parfait. Um, and it's like, okay, time to do the next time play. It's balloons, whatever the fuck. Balloons. But no, before that is the part where where Toya knocks Yuri out. No, that that comes right after this. Because Yuri is chasing around, like, running over people. Um, And Atoya shows up with Jiro, and they're like, no, we've got an idea. We can beat him. And Yuri says, no, I'll kill him. And yeah, so then Atoya knocks her out with a judo chop to the back of the neck. Which, like, what the fuck, Atoya? You were not, like, the worst before. It's it's really bad. It immediately knocks her out, and Jiro... Yeah. Right. He's just looking for the Ixa thing, but yeah. <laughs> Immediately starts rooting through her Because the police don't exist in this universe. And he, it's it's to get yeah. the Ixa fist. What, what the fuck, Atoya? But I expected better from like you. a person on the street that just saw this. These two dudes just walked up knocked this woman out and started rooting Balloons. How are the police not called? <laughs> what the fuck? I guess not. Next, we see Rook attacking some women with balloons. For, like, I, I don't... He showed off the... He, like, made rules for the first game he did, but now he's just saying, oh, I'm playing a game but not actually explaining the rules or showing the rules that he's doing. It's weird. But he tries to attack uh, these women and misses and causes a... Um, right. 
like there's a, there's a pillar with some red tiling on it that he strikes and causes like damage to and this is being I'm gonna cut assume, back yes, with I the future so. bit where him having lost his memory is coming back and they're trying to help him find his memory back in the past he has because at the beginning chased after Jiro just like hogs everything and Jiro's just her. like I'm gonna be Ixa have fun Atoya and then like <laughs> yeah, he's like well why'd you even bring him then Oh, no, they are able to stop her. She runs off. Thank goodness. Lend me your human power of being a human. <laughs> you should have told him beforehand. Maybe he could have got a gun or something. Yeah, it's it, it's very strange. He's like, lend me your power. Um, What power? Immediately like, gets knocked what, out of it. Literally, what is Atoya going to do? And then Atoya picks it up and is like, did you know this shoots? Uh, and then he points yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, the, uh, it's Atoya and uh, Jiro start attacking him. Jiro immediately goes Ixa. And and then, yeah. Yeah, it's really funny, actually. <laughs> but then they both transform. They do that cool dual henchin. Did you know this This fish shoots bullets? And, it, and Rook is like, no, but it's not really a problem. And just move to the side. And I'll shoot you more with my finger bullets. Oh, yeah. Well, it's... They think about it. But for, it's it's right before that. It, you, you're you forgetting the thing that triggers this. That triggers their power up. Yeah. Is your oh no. It looks like Rook is going to attack them. <laughs> and Yuri walks out. And she strikes with her whip. Yeah, like, I've and, killed oh, a lot of people. She's going to fight this dude. And she's, of course... she. I do like that they did a for me this is Tuesday moment where because Yuri comes course. up is like, "Oh, why'd you kill my mother?" And his response is, "I I don't remember every single person I've attacked." Yeah. So Yuri runs up to him and starts stabbing, or is trying to slash him, and he's just doing nothing, just standing there until he backhands her and she gets knocked out. And so because the yep. woman is hurt, the true power come out, do a double, and the a men get kick, their true power. They, he ducks. And uh, Atoya <laughs> turns into Ixa, and Jiro turns into his wolf in form, and they start trying to fight again, and they just, they lose. Really badly. Yep. Yeah, and um, he, he what, knocks them both out of their uh, forms again. And it looks like he's stocking up to kill them, but then his alarm goes off and his time is over, and he has to punish himself. Gave him, and that's the last yeah, bit. Maybe, of the maybe past he shocked himself episodes. too too strong. And <laughs> I assumed he no. was going to get like beat really and hard in the it next episode. Implied that to made me him lose his memory. that whatever he did to punish himself caused him to lose his memory. Yep. I don't know. Oh no, my head hurts. We'll see. Uh, all right. So future bit is right back in the beginning of the episode. Is Kiva getting beaten up again? Um, mm -hmm. and it looks like he's going to die. But then, oh no, headache. Oh, I lose all the power, and he goes back to being Daichan instead of Rook. Because okay, he he like collapses, 
and then the next immediate bit it. is fine. Wataru Suzuka and Daichan like playing <laughs> ball and they're tossing a ball back and forth and it bops Daichan in the head. There's no explanation to how we got from Wataru getting beaten up to here. And well, no, there's the thing of later in the episode. Yeah, Wataru is like, oh no, no, it can't actually yeah. be Daichan. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. I, I think they took my so advice of being like, oh wait, after we should probably have just the left in there and then wandered off, and then Wataru went and found, da- found Rook when he's Daichan. It's like, oh hey, then yeah, you don't there. carry through. I, I just got beat up, but sure, whatever. Let's go. Let's go play I, I, ball. Yeah, no, yeah, the past. I know I said it just shortly ago, but the past stuff was really bad. These two episodes. Like yeah. generally, they're like they're then fine. Finish the cliffhanger, but these ones were were less than fine. It's not great. Sick skateboarding. Uh, so while Shizuka, Wataru, and Dai are playing, Daichan are playing ball. Uh, Daichan doesn't actually hit the ball, and it bops him in the head and knocks him down. Yes, and then he notices some kids skateboarding, right. and this comes right after the scene of where in the past Rook has decided, "Oh, I'm going to use skateboarding as my new rule." So he's like hearing the skateboards go by, and it's triggering stuff yeah. in his memory. What's her it's like, name? It's, it's it's tickling something, but it's not coming back yet to it. Tar asks him, do you remember something? And Dice shakes his head, no. But oh, hey, look, it's the Soba store girl. Hello. Oh, she's like, hey. She. I don't think she's ever actually named. Or was she, No, she is named. She was named when she went back to the store. I just forget what it is. But, uh, I don't like it. They <laughs> invites him to the Soba place and like feeds them. Because as a help, the way that the soba owner acts it's it's like he's talking to a little kid even before that he's just like it's... watching he's like oh because then he's like my going daughter back and likes doing, this man he's making need and the diet shot is walking he's like oh need 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 he's you know like a little kid would do is sitting and watching he's like oh can i do it also he didn't wash his hands Yeah, and so uh, he's like, oh, no, hey, do you want to try this kneading? Wataru is, of course, like, hey, don't. Yeah, I definitely, me and Rachel were sitting, I was sitting on the couch watching this one. We were both like, wash your freaking hands, man. Yeah, he did not. He's they, 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 having working in a kitchen is like, oh, wash your hands. Yeah, does he want a job? And Quar's like, no, that's probably not a good idea. He has amnesia, and she's like, nope, no. that's perfect, actually. That's fine. doing that, and the girl goes up to Wataru and is like, actually, you know, we're hiring, so if, if you want to... We would love to have you, a slave, uh, thanks. Hey, want to have him work here? Working will totally help bring his memory back. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, no way, amnesia? That's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, if he works for us, it might bring something back. And they're what the like, fuck, though, why? 
they're like, oh yes, yeah, it does seem like son. an extremely bad idea. It, it very much feels like a they're trying <laughs> to make Shizuka <laughs> these two and episodes like, be like the everybody is off and, character. Oh no, our son has to grow up, and the government the doesn't now, exist. And go in get the series. real job. <laughs> This is why have you not called the police? So weird. Uh, so the next little future bit is delivery. Um, Wataru and Shizuka are basically being worried parents at home. Like, oh no, is, is our son going to be fine? He's literally amnesi- he's literally amnesiac. Is it is it gonna be fine? Yes. Daichan shows up, he's like, Hey, I've got a delivery. Shizuka's like, No, we didn't we didn't deliver anything. And then the w- girl show runs up, he's like, No, 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 Daichan, this this isn't the right house. Come on, we gotta we gotta go to the right house. And it's very much a thing of, oh yes, the son the amnesiatic possibly mentally challenged son yeah no i can see it the the child in a man's body this whole future part was just weird is coming back here because he does because not I'm like, so after this is when and like the owner comes silly. right and is like hey give and me give me daichan so many of mice and men vibes and it's <laughs> freaking me out Yeah, it's well. It's uh, we really very right before that. It's Wataru and Shizuka go and spy on Daichan as he's working, and basically, Eri. Her name is Eri. Um, Eri is basically having to follow Daichan around and keep up with him and help him. Um, and the customer remarks, "Oh man, you two are cute together." And they're kind of both doing the blushy. Ari is doing, of course, doing the, oh, well, you know, kind of just looking up at Daichan, putting her eyes down, like, mm, you know. Uh. And Dai is, of course, looking that like, doesn't as really a go child, into full effect until like, Ari he literally doesn't or, get Ari or whatever her Whoa. name is, is and on the way yes, back. And it's like, oh, no, the, the brakes on my bike. Kind of and leaning out of the window, like, oh, and then Daichan sweeps in a... and, like, grab, pugs her off of it and, like, twirls and lands her perfectly. And so she doesn't crash. And yeah, and then the owner is watching through the window and he gives this big creepy smile. And then it's immediately him at the uh Wataru's place. Except he's he, a gift, and he's he like, wants oh, Wataru to give him a man. Down in give me your like, man. Please, let me have Daichan. He's basically come. I, I am asking. He's doing the. I am come it, and asking for weird, your daughter's yeah. hand in marriage. Type of thing. I, I want him to marry my daughter and take over the shop. Give me your man slave, so that he may marry my daughter and give me many children. And yeah, Shizuka's like, no, this is like, fine. They look great together. Uh, this is shit. This doesn't feel like a good idea. So they go spy on. Yeah, well, so now Shizuka's Shizuka all on board, and Wataru's like, like, I'm not so sure. 
because they're spying as Ari and Daichan. Wouldn't are like that in be troublesome uh, if he remembered now? Paddle boat and are just out paddling and having a cute date together. <laughs> don't, don't worry so about Taro's it. Just like, is it. I'm sure it's nothing. Is it actually fine that he doesn't remember his past? Like, what? The water it be fountain? weird if, like, he remembered something and that was a problem? Oh, it'll be fine. Daichan is Daichan. We, 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 we know our son. Yeah. It's fine. And then somehow and then they end something. up at Eric, the cafe where best Eric, character and too good for the show, Megumi, is he, he runs over to Wataru, hanging around remember, uh, looking into the case tile. from years ago. It's a fountain in red? Which is a weird coincidence. It's what Wataro has come to complain and commiserate. He's like, man, there's fountains everywhere. This is going to take forever. But yeah, Megumi is in the back, like, done up like a middle-aged woman. Like, it, she, she's got a blanket on. I mean, but like, squinting all, and stuff. all and the fangars like, oh, they thought have, have come back Megumi, after 20 you? years. I have seen you for a while. She's like, no, I've like this I've is totally fine. busy. Oh, no. Megumi's yeah, no, doing fine. good I'm, things. I'm just researching these 20-year-old As I cases said, on the best character and too good for the show. It's super important. I'm fine. Yeah, it's she's actually doing real work. And then Wataru calls her old. Yeah, it they're they're like taking they take this moment and she's like working and owner is like hats. <laughs> yeah, they do that on to the men shoulder too, and like though. motions towards Megumi like the mid twenty characters right? are always the the wise elders. Because she's I don't because any woman over the age of twenty five has passed her due date. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. What was the last thing we see Nago do? Wasn't it get yeah, his ass kicked? <laughs> so Nago shows back up. Why don't you just go train Nago? Relaxed, because I didn't lose. Ixel lost. Revelation, and it's actually just get his ass beat. He, and then he shows up. He's like, no, I've got Ixel lost, but it's fine because Ixel got bulldozer now. Ixa has gotten more power yeah, so like, that it's do... as good as me. Yeah. Like, you keep telling we're, yourself we're, that, bud. Should you, like, be out trying to fight and get better than Kiva? I didn't lose in any way. My dick is huge now, so I won't lose again. Yep. But, uh, Wataru is able to see amongst the pictures that Megumi had been looking at on her table... Um, the red tile fountain. There's a picture of the red tile fountain that Daichan was think looking for, and so they go there, and it's interspersed also, back in the past of when they didn't Rook fix that was, in like 22 it's, years it's, or whatever. Rook attacks and misses the women and makes marks on this WTF. fountain, and then it's the good, future good where Daichan <laughs> is touching these marks on the fountain, trying to remember, and oh no, the bad headache, and he remembers things. Yeah, it's strange. Why didn't they fix it? John looks like in pain, and they're trying to help, and Aerie is like, no! Stop hurting 
this man that I've fallen in love with. I'm just going to take him home. And they and she leaves with him. And this this proceeds to get her and everyone else in the store killed as soon as uh, Daichan regains his memories. Uh, which is bad. He, he's walking back with Eri <laughs> and then like collapses in pain. And then screams and transforms. And uh, he uh, gets his memory back. Yeah, surely, like, you know, he didn't yeah, we kill don't, we don't actually everybody see him in the restaurant because uh, oh, yeah. like, oh, he, he no. killed all those people Daichan, that he, he likes. Back to Wataru and totally Super murdered them. I wonder if he's. I wonder if Daichan's okay. He seems like he was in a lot of pain. And then Bloody Rose starts going off. Yeah, no, surely. We go see to the restaurant. Where Daishan, his, uh, his area is shocked at him. He's leaning back. He's got the no. last thing going up his face, and his eyes are all sparkly. You his are the chosen one! Stab into Aerie and drain her just as Wataru <laughs> comes in and sees everyone. All dead. Oh no, Daishan is the bad. <laughs> Wait, why does Aerie shatter and no one, none of the other people shatter? Yep. No, you can't be Daichan. Yep. And uh, so Daichan does a air pressure wave attack so powerful, we change scene locations, or we change uh, set location, and we're now on a pier. Um, and Daichan is I now see you have inherited he's remembered Kiba. his past. Now come at me. And uh, he's like, oh yeah, no, I, I've been, I, 22 years ago, I fell asleep. My name's not Daichan, you stupid idiot. It doesn't I'm, go I'm, well. I'm I'm, I'm 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 Rook of the Checkmate 4. I'm so awesome. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. You're the one who inherited Kiva. And, uh... Wataru tries to fight him. And... Yeah, it's pretty sick. Dies. Yeah, it's pretty intense. He gets knocked into some barrels. Get shot with the finger bullets. And then uh, summon... Rook picks him up by the neck and stabs him through the chest with the four fingers of his left hand. Yeah, he summons um, he summons the and cooking guy's friends again. And uh, tosses him out and... <laughs> Wataru kind of uh, just... Kavet's like, shit. Oh, you yeah, know what we he, need? Uh, Our oh, own yes. rope. Now, time for the finisher. Which is a castle. Come forth, sleeping within I, the I don't earth. think we even mentioned My the fact that occasionally awake. on, like, Rook's... Rook's, uh, his stained the glass face shows back up. will, like, turn into this cracked version, cra- cracked and jumbled version of his human face when he says dialogue. It's kind of oh, cool. that happened with other Fangar, though. Oh, yeah, I guess, it, yeah, it has happened with other Fangars, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, other Fangire have done that. Yes, but we we should have mentioned it. The uh, chandelier bombards uh, Kiva with some key ball, explosive key balls, while Kivat summons Castle Boran. But oh, yeah. Nago, you you uh, just how does he even Castle... know that Castle Nago, Boran is associated Nago, with Nago, Kiva? Nago, stop! Because uh, he Nago, assumed. Stop! You motherfucker! Nago turns into Ixa, summons a giant backhoe, and basically takes down Castle Boran as it's trying to go save 
kill it. <laughs> He's driving a crane. And like nobody likes as soon you, as he transforms, like the music starts playing as if oh the hero is powering up. He's doing yeah, the like cool the, stuff. The seat and and how it's just going, like completely <laughs> unprotected. You know, fucking... He's just driving a bulldozer. Go right? fuck it's off. so dumb. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's too much for you guys. You gotta watch. This is Eeks' new power. And he's literally just sitting in a backhoe. Yeah, if it was a, char- a more endearing character, I bet it wouldn't be as lame. The theme song starts playing, and it's doing skids and spins, and this would be the coolest, dumbest thing ever. If they maybe like if put like a windshield Nago over the seat or something. Deserve this. Anything? <laughs> Have it be like something you get inside of? Just uh, like Naga. This is a cool scene. Seat. If it's anybody else, but Nago has done nothing to deserve this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it has like pellets that it reaches. The crane reaches back and flips forward, and that's its finisher. But uh, so it's the Ixabot is able to defeat the chandelier by throwing. Yeah, the castle Vors Kiva. Um. Yeah, and uh, the last scene is uh, Jiro like doing the whole Lapieta carry. And, uh, of, castle Boran proceeds right. to the, spit out a fireball onto into the Kiva. castle and flies off. Yeah, and it's. And it, it they're like the very first like we start first see him from the back and I think it's specifically cut to make you not sure whether or not it's Wataru or Atoya at first, or at least it did to me, because it's obviously Jiro and Atoya. Uh, I did had like some the sort of at the point where Daikon so turns into Atoya, Rook in the future section of this episode. Jiro. Since Rachel had been in and out of the There's room this whole okay, time, I was watching these two. She was like, "Oh, he was he was Rook. That's a surprise." And I was like, <laughs> "Rachel, <laughs> that was not a reveal." <laughs> That that was not supposed to be a reveal, but you know. oh, she's mad at me for teasing her on on mic now. Um. Oh, there's three more members of Checkmate Four <laughs> introduced. Dolan. We have to figure out how Kiva is created. Obvious. Oh yeah, Dark Kiva has a super cool design. And we got, there's more Kiva forms, and we got to figure out how the past relates to the future. I mean, it seems uh, pretty obvious. Atoya's is uh, Wataru's dad. I know there's but, Dark yeah. Kiva, too. But who's his mom? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Wataru, how come you get two dads? <laughs> I mean, I guess he has, like, four, technically. No, five with Kavat. I already told you, it's Jiro. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> yup. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Kind of an uneventful week. Uh, yeah. Weren't the best Kiva episodes. Might actually be the worst Kiva episodes we've watched. Uh, that's more like an older group. I don't think I they think. were the worst. See, what do you think was worse week. than these two? Um, um, I'm sure I could pick out it. The ones where they were seriously trying to like make Nago come off like a cool guy. Right. Yeah, like these two aren't great, but it's time away from Nago, and that's really that's like good. this entire entire fight scene, the chandelier. It's got the theme music playing. Yeah, as if, oh yeah. I definitely no, had a moment where I was like, no one said you were allowed us, to be back in this show, Nago. It's Nago. Go sit in your room. Think about what you've done. Then he shows back up as if he's gone. He's through literally a saying the same thing arc. he was last time we saw him. Maybe he'll lose again soon. He he, he comes he back and acts like, "Oh yeah, it's the arc, and I've I've powered up, and I've gone." Through. No, you haven't. <laughs> Unless that's the point, and you just keep so getting beat down. But he didn't. Uh, he won. Yeah. Anyway, it's a podcast on the internet I, at journeythroughdeckcast.com where there's links to things like emails, iTunes, Twitters. I hope so. And all of that good stuff. I'm ready for the holiday, guys. Man, I hope so. Yeah. 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 That's people not do that. Weird. People. I mean, I don't do it, but people do it. A great time. And no other holiday for this month. Yeah. Man, yeah, I'm we don't need to go from spooky time to Christmas time. There's there's a holiday in between. I agree. <laughs> yep. That's what I grew We've up been doing. a Have a good one, everybody. Yeah, no. Sorry if we were a drag this week. This Kiva episode was good. <laughs> We've been a passing through podcast. Remember that. All right, we'll be back next week. <laughs> we'll do better. <laughs> <laughs>